Join us this April 2nd and 3rd for the Worship Audiovisual Experience Spring 2024 Conference and Expo happening in conjunction with the Cavlo event. Wave and Cavlo are bringing more than 50 leading manufacturers and service providers to the Gaylord Opryland in Nashville, Tennessee, showcasing the latest technologies available for your church. Wave will be providing conference education to take your production and worship to the next level by learning lighting, sound, and video techniques, as well as leadership and advanced technologies like AI usage. Registration is just $99 if you register by March 5th for the conference. The Expo Pass is always free for everybody, so make sure to bring your entire team to see all that the exhibitors have to offer. Register at wave-event.co. That's wave-event.co today. Attention all churches and organizations. Are you looking to amplify your message and reach your community in a powerful way? Introducing Podcast Made Simple, the perfect solution for churches and organizations and even yourself, eager to step into the world of podcasting with ease and confidence. Our beginner course serves as a comprehensive guide, helping you navigate the ins and outs of podcasting effortlessly. From selecting the right equipment to crafting engaging content, Podcast Made Simple provides step-by-step guidance tailored to your needs. No more struggling with complicated technology or feeling overwhelmed by the process. With our course, you'll be recording and sharing your message to the world in no time. Podcast Made Simple helped our church connect with our congregation in a whole new way. Thanks to this course, our message is reaching more people than ever before. Don't miss out on this opportunity to engage your community and make a lasting impact Enroll in Podcast Made Simple today. The link is in the show notes or visit our website, InvisibleMediaConsulting.com. Hey, and welcome to the recap series here at the Church Sound Podcast. Um, I hope you guys are really enjoying it. We're enjoying it, doing it for you, and kind of going back and listening to some of these older episodes that we did, and 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 some of the most popular ones and most impactful ones. Today we have a really good one. Um, a while back, this was in the middle of the the I, I want to call it before the vaccine. <laughs> so before the vaccine, um, people still in their homes, people still not going outside, or any of that. We had a really really interesting topic called. The challenges of a young black pastor, and I wanted to, to broach this topic because, at you know, especially now and during that time, um, you know, being a young black pastor in the in the middle of a political a political <laughs> fiasco, in the middle of COVID, and knowing how to navigate into this new world that's coming forward or in kind of in now, um, I wanted to speak to someone who's actually living it. So we had Pastor Louis Gibbs Jr amazing man of God, young black pastor, church in Virginia, um, and we had a great, great conversation. So please, sit back, get your popcorn ready. Yeah, let's go. Welcome to the Church Sound Podcast, where kingdom culture, real life, and technology intersect. I'm your host, Prentice Thompson, along with the pastor, Caleb Winley. We're here to help you get through Sunday. Did you hear the pastor? What about your live streams, social media? We provide solid solutions for all of your multimedia needs. You got that. <laughs> Let's learn something today. Welcome to another edition of the Church Sound Podcast. I am your humble host, Mr. Prentice Thompson, along with the pastor. Pastor Kayla Winley, guys. How y'all doing today? Let's get it. Let's My get man it. is Let's on get it. time. As what? usual, we're working on your timing, sir. No, man, I've been doing my thing. Appreciate, appreciate your hard work. You know, I see you. I see you like working on your syllables and your consonants yeah, and your yeah, vowels. Yeah, yeah, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. Uh, Keeping uh, that going. Yeah. Welcome to show number forty-one. Yeah. We got a special guest in the yeah, building. Special buddy. guest in the building. Today's topic: 
Mm-hmm. You gonna hit? You gonna hit some live wires? You gonna be? You gonna be on the third rail today? Yeah, 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 yeah. So, yeah. Today's yeah. topic yeah. is challenges of a young black pastor. I said it. Mm-hmm. Challenges of a young, Ooh, black, young black pastor, pastor, and we got a young black pastor in the building. Yeah, what's yeah. good? What's good? What's good? My brother, Pastor Louis Gibbs, pastor of Radical City Church, CEO of Blackstonia Capital, which we're gonna yeah. talk about. We're gonna talk. We definitely about that. gonna yeah. talk about that. Yeah, yeah. yeah let's do it. Welcome to the show, sir. Thank Welcome, you, thank you, brother. thank you, thank you. Appreciate it. Appreciate it. Straight out of VA. You know it. Straight out. Two, two up, up, sir. Two, two down. Up, two down. Yes, sir. Yeah. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. You know the funny thing? I was like sitting around watching some some footage mm-hmm. of when I was producing Simo. And like, dude. Oh yeah, dude. I'm watching all of these shows we did, and you hosted like a bunch of them. <laughs> I was crazy. the host at the time, bro. Like, I was the one who hosted everything in seven, in the seven five for a minute, right? Because hey, nobody else doing it. <laughs> wow. Golf like, started doing it. Um, this Seagull started doing it, and he started hosting little shows, etc. But you know, people won't check him for Christian hip hop. You know, right. back in, in the day. And right. when I was on 88.1, WHB, that's at the university station, uh, I remember that they just won't, um, they didn't really like hip-hop, like talking about. I would get in trouble on the radio because <laughs> I would always start my show with rap. I would end my show with rap. And Ryan would call me like, hey, yo, you're doing too much rap, son. You're doing too much rap. I was like, yo, they want to hear it. <laughs> like, come on, let us be free. <laughs> um, so I was an advocate. I was an advocate from the beginning for Christian hip hop, et cetera. So I just like, I said, you know what, don't worry about it. I'll just start doing my own shows. And so I started doing Christian hip hop shows and the rest is history. Yeah, cause I'm looking at the footage and I'm like, cause I'm just, cause I, cause I have all the show footage. So I'm just like, let me just look at it. I haven't seen this footage in a long time. I'm looking at it, I'm like, yo, that's Lou. Yo, send me that, yo. Cause I was probably 70 pounds lighter. You was about <laughs> 70 pounds lighter, definitely. You yo, definitely about 70, 70 pounds lighter. lighter. Man, wow. I was so dedicated to that stuff, bro. The night before my wedding, I hosted Wonder Fam's album release party. Wow. May, wow. 27, May 27, 2005. Dude, you been married that long? Oh, yeah. It'd be 16 years this year. Wow. Wow. Yeah, so some black pastors stay married. Yo, oh. come on. No <laughs> Say it again. Shade. No shade. Ebo. 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 Yeah, man. So yeah, that's where we at, man. It, uh, that was crazy. I I've been trying to find that album, man. See more technical. Oh yeah, yeah. It's out. It's out. We, I put it out. We put it out digitally this year. So yeah. it's on iTunes. Yeah, iTunes, title, everywhere. Oh shoot. Yeah, yeah, Let's yeah. YouTube. I'm going. I'm going yeah. to get that as soon as we get off the joint. Yeah, yeah, man. That took me like, man. I think it took me about two years to produce that album. It took a long time. Yeah, I remember, man. Wow. Jr. was here. Yeah, uh, yeah, that job was crazy. Jay was here. That yeah, was dope. yeah, that was dope. Yeah, that was that was that was that was, that was, that was, that was, that was the days, B. Oh man, oh man. I said it like I'm 60 years old. Those were the days. <laughs> <laughs> nah, but it was that was that was fun, man. That was fun. I, yeah, as a piece of me, even as a young black person, kind of that that wants to bring that era back. Mm-hmm. Um, Kind yeah. of be like the, you know, I hate to say it, but we are like the cool church, uh-huh. and mm-hmm. like Christian hip hop, like the stuff that just you don't see, you know, yeah. regularly. Yeah, I start my service with five seconds from Canton Jones, right? Like okay. I'm trying to amp everybody up in the building before we get started, because we about that's to have point. a crazy time. Man. <laughs> you know? right. so, that's what's up. Um, that's what's up. So. Before we get before we get into the before we get into our, our normal thing, as yeah, our yeah. listeners know, we do this one thing, and we call it Sunday on, School. Sunday and the pastor school. on the mic today is my brother Lou. Yeah. So, brother, yeah. I need your three topics. So, we we'll pick whatever you got for. Uh, sorry, three topics. Uh, one would be uh, uh, for the night. No, no, no. I'm going to hit you mm That's going to be a type. Mm-mm-mm. Oh, God. Okay. <laughs> uh, and then, um, uh, that ain't the spirit. Okay. Okay. That okay. ain't the spirit. And then the last one. Oh, she felt that. 
Oh, she felt she that. Felt that. Oh, okay, okay. Oh, okay. Felt, oh, All right. She, oh, she, oh, comma. She felt that. Oh, <laughs> comma. <laughs> King James. She felt that. Oh, so, 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 what, what, what you feel, Caleb? Uh, mm, I think I'm gonna go in not, not in the spirit. Really? I like yeah. that. Mm, mm, mm. Is like, I'm telling you, all three of them are going. So we can split it down the middle. I'm gonna pick Ocean Felt. Okay, and then y'all can pick whatever y'all want. Well, I, I'm gonna go for mm, mm, mm for three hundred. Okay. All right. All right. All right. So mm, mm, mm. I, I rock with my brother. All right. So on you. But you do you. Want to tell you sorry? Yes, sir. No, I'm 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 Pentecostal, holiness. You know we. I'm from this spitting, slobbing, crying in church all night, praying church. I mean, I'm from the church that out of nowhere, somebody screaming, just run across the, the front of the church. Well, right, this right, right. particular night, we used to have these nights called Supernatural Anointing Night. Okay. Right? And uh, uh, we would be in there, we'd be praying. Um, and again, I can't, my pastor was was dumb anointed, yo, real talk. Um, and this one particular night, man, like, the, the spirit is like, y'all, it's crazy in there. And this one young lady, y'all, gets up and she screamed out. She didn't got up before and screamed and started running around the church. Well, you know, in front of the church, you have the, the pulpit that you have, which is a stage, and then you have the In Remembrance of Me table, the community. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Got you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Now, yeah. In, in the old churches, they used to be these big wood churches. Right? Yeah, 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 yeah. I mean, like you ain't move. It takes three people to pick that drink right, right, up. Right, 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 right. So, y'all, she hit the screen, y'all. Up, oh, she go phew. Y'all, she runs around from the back of the joint this way, runs all the way around to the front, and misjudges the corner, <laughs> and she runs directly into Whoa. the corner of the community table, y'all. Oh, oh y'all, my she's god! Like, so the, the scream is like. <laughs> Dog, <laughs> listen, bro. <laughs> when I tell you, dog, if anybody saw that oh, in the spirit, God. they were immediately out of the spirit. Like, that was one of the you got That's why I said one of the titles got to be like, mm, mm, mm. dog, because I know she felt that. She just laid there too, bro. Like she didn't. Oh my no God. Speaking. Ain't no more screaming. Ain't no hallelujahs and shuckle machine. She's like, mm. hit the ground, stay there. Like, did not move, dog. So that she is was my slain. funny. She was slain. Yo, yo, she was, yeah, she was slain, but it won't buy the spirit. It was by that table, dog. <laughs> Hands down. Sure. Yo, listen, dog. That just hurt. You telling me you heard the scream get snatched out her body, dog. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I said, oh, no. Wow. <laughs> That's going to leave a mark. <laughs> Yo, that is crazy. Oh, man. Sunday <laughs> school. That was one of the best ones ever, brother. That's Yo. Yeah, yeah, man. That was, it. that was it. That was it. That was dope. So, um, since, since you went back in time, tell us your entry into ministry. Like, how did that start for you? Yeah. So, I grew up in church. I grew okay. up in church and my mother could have had me at the altar, she would have. Like I'm one of them people who uh was born, my mother had the child, and the first place she went after she could leave the hospital was church. Right? Mm. With me. Right. So I grew up in church. Um my mother is a minister. My father got saved uh, about five or six, maybe seven years before um he passed away. So I'm I'm in the church. Um Love church. I'm a, I'm a guy who I didn't I didn't I didn't flee from it. I loved it. Um, okay. I've always desired something something dope from God and sure. a relationship with Him. Even though I was the guy who was singing praise and worship and sinning on right. the same night. Um, sure, sure. Uh, so, <laughs> so I grow up. I'm in I'm in college. I'm singing praise and worship on Sunday morning, and I'm hitting the sweat box on Thursday nights. Um, sure. And then I'm back to rehearsal on Saturday. Um, as I have progressed wow. in the black church, there were some things that I got to see that here's what I want to, I want to precurse this. And we're talking about the black church, but what I want to make very clear is that there are similarities of brokenness in the white church and other churches too. Yes, so I don't right. want, what I've, what I've had to grow to learn was that the black church isn't the only church with broken people in it. Right. It's not the only church that's making mistakes right, as right. it relates mm -hmm. to ministry. 
industry. Right. Um, and so initially I'm thinking we're the only ones making mistakes. And I right. saw a lot of stuff that I didn't like, a lot of stuff, a lot of brokenness. I mean, a lot of manipulation, a lot of things like that, that I had to realize later was coming from a broken place. Right. Exactly. So we got a bunch of broken people who started walking in their anointing and their calling while they were still broken. Right. And so they were break they were breaking other people subsequently. To right. for me was it sent me into the space where I'm good. Um, I'm gonna do sector discipleship, I'm gonna do marketplace ministry. So I will affect the kingdom from politics. So I went to Richmond. I was a legislative aide for three uh, for three years in Richmond, working in politics. And that was my goal. Like, yo, this is what I'm going to do. And I'll never forget, I was sitting in the New Year's Eve service one 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 night, and I, I, I heard the Lord say, yo, you're going to pastor. And you're going to pastor sooner than later. Now, let me go back. There was always a desire when I was younger to be in ministry. But I'm telling you, with everything that I've seen and my focus towards politics, that was eradicated. So it wasn't even something I was thinking about. It wasn't in my wheelhouse. Uh, my wife, who has been dead set against all, being a, a pastor's wife, was like, yo, nah, I'm good on that. Right? <laughs> so I, this, this is my wow. way out. Right? This is my way out. Sure. Like, I'm like, all right, well, God, when I tell my wife this, you go, I'm good with whatever you say, but my wife has to agree. I can't right. be ministry if she don't agree. So I'm like, all right, this is my way out. I'm going to tell her. She's like, nah, I'm good. So I tell my wife, hey, yo, listen, I think uh, we're going to pass that, and soon, it's going to be sooner than we thought. And she says, I know. Oh. God. Oh man. So she doesn't say, nah, I'm good on that. She <laughs> says, Yo, I know. And I'm like, yo, you gotta be kidding me. Wow. So I heard I heard plant a plant a church. That was the exact words. You're gonna plant a church. Um, it wasn't passive, but plant a church. And I didn't know what that looked like. Black people don't plant mm -hmm. churches. No. Right? We start churches. Right. <laughs> right. Two different things. You said it right, yeah, brother. You know, planting means you got to go and search out the land, turn over yeah. the land, spend time right. there, plant the seeds, water it. Right. You know right. what I'm saying? Right. You got to do a whole... No, we take the, we take people to Todd Box and a mic. Exactly. And our, yep. and our rent money and we go start a church in a building we can't afford. Yeah. And so um, I, I, that is how I got to where I am. That is my journey that's my history wow. all the way up to kind of right before my present. Wow. Wow. Yeah. wow. What, what kind of challenges came once you found yourself in that place? Like what was, what was some of your challenges as, as a pastor at that moment? Well, let me just start with being a planter because planter and right. pastor are two different jobs, even though they right. coincide or work side by side. Um, the first challenge is not, not being able to find an urban perspective for what I was looking for. Good. Okay. All of that I all that I saw as it relates to church planting was in a white context. Gotcha. All of the money and resources for church planting was from a white context. Yep. All of the money that I would receive would come from white people. Mm. All of the training that I would receive for church planting would come from white people. Right. So what I found found very early was there were very little there was very little urban apologetics for planting a church right. in the urban right. context right. until I ran into a guy named Dehadi Lewis out of Atlanta. Um, I ran into the Hadi, uh, I don't really, I don't even remember how I ran into him, but he wow. was doing it right. Mm. And, and their focus and intention was that they would never have to leave the, the, the culture to learn how to do church planning. So they became what I was looking for. Wow. I spent uh, two years on the rebuild in Atlanta. Um, learning how to plant a church, um, learning what it looked like to be missional and live in missional community, to live on purpose, learning um, the truth that the church is not like a family, but it is a family. It is a family, um, right, right. These simple, these simple foundations kind of helped me steer that way, but that wasn't enough because I'm still coming home. And here's where the difference is between, now this is the difference between black and white. White people will talk to their friends about starting a church and their friends will go with them to start their church. Yep, you're right. You're right. Black people will tell the same friends that they've been with for 500 years the same you're thing. Like, God like, bless yeah, you. Yo, you go ahead and do your thing, dog. I got you. Like, right, you, you know, sure? Hey, it is yep. what it is. And that's no shots to anybody. Right, right. right. I'm just saying that. Sure, like, sure. The difference sure. between the kind. Uh, these are the things that I found to be true. Like, yo, I got you as soon as you start, right? Like, I, I, I remember my current, my current uh, 
um, lead uh, worship guy was in the beginning of that stage that he was coming with me. Um, he's with me now. And um, he decided to go a different direction when I started. Now, here's the thing. What I now realize is that that was all God because I wasn't ready to pass to him yet anyway. Okay. And I think that that's, that, good. that's so important to understand that some of the things that happen for you happen because you're not ready to handle the responsibility of those assignments yet. Okay. So while I felt some type of way, understand that I'm unable to take care of those responsibilities, those assignments as responsibility because right. I have no context for what I'm doing. Right. I have no one to talk to about what it looks like to plant a church. I don't want to be the church who is hyper-emotional with no biblical sensibility. Yeah. Right, without being balanced across the board. Like, that, that's, that's a difficulty that I didn't want to have to navigate. Mm. Um, so, subsequently, I was spending more time, you know, in study and theology than I was learning how to plan a church. And all of that was, all of that you had to find. And here's the thing. I also had to cut through some of the brokenness that I grew up in that was, that was seeded into me that I didn't realize. Mm. jealousy right. of other pastors comparison that kids right. uh you know uh why they got it and i don't got it you know these mm. are my people like i had to cut through all of that brokenness to get to a place where if somebody comes to my church now and they decide to leave it may hurt and it will hurt because tcif the church is right. them right? right but they're not my people so i had to get to a place where yo if they dip i need That's to now it. audit my audit and see if they are the lost coin um, uh, and, and if they're the lost coin, then it's my, or wandering sheep, right? If they're right. the lost coin, they're my responsibility. Right. If they're a wandering sheep, they're my responsibility. But if they prodigal, they're on their own. Exactly. Right. So I had to learn those three dynamics. That's right. Yeah. I had to learn those three dynamics and begin to decipher between those three, because again, I had been taught the broken way of seeing people and who they are to me. Right, you right. belong to me because you're my members, mm -hmm. right? Now this is the Lord's church. I have I'm, I'm responsible to steward the relationship and your discipleship, mm -hmm. um, and I'm and I'm responsible for holding you accountable and checking you when you bugging. But if you dip, unless right. you're the wandering sheep or the lost coin, right? Then I'm gonna let you dip. Right. So how would you define the prodigal the, the prodigal scenario? The prodigal scenario is the person who thinks they got it. Right. Mm -hmm. Like, so I've had people come here who were with me, like they were walking through the faith, we're walking through scriptures, and then all of a sudden they think that they've arrived. Mm -hmm. You encounter with how you made it. I can do what you do. I have people say that. Like, yo, right. I can do what you do. All you do is get up there and preach. Yep. <laughs> but, bro, <laughs> I was just, me and my wife were just sitting with y'all for the last right. four weeks. With you and your wife, you and your fiance, you and your girl. Like, you know, you just called me 3.30 yesterday on the side of the road. You know, I just picked you up from jail. Like, what you right. mean you could do what I do? Right. Like, and, and that's not an arrogant thing. It's a... No, no, no. Like, so, like what are you talking about right now? Right. right? right. So, the, so when they leave under that guy, right, that, that, that pride that says, I've arrived, you got to let people navigate through that, right? If you look at the prodigal son, the prodigal son takes his inheritance, whatever he gets from his father, and say, y'all want that now, I'm going to go yeah. live my life. He goes out right. there, he lives his best life for a minute mm -hmm. until what he got in his, yes, Lord, until what he got in his father's house runs right. out. Right. And many times people in church are good and they dip with what they got at the place they were assigned to. Sure. And they're only good until it runs out. Yeah. Now you're trying to find somewhere else to go. And here's what happens. Instead of going back home, you go to another church. Yep. Still hurt, still broken. Yeah. And that church, that church isn't the church you're assigned to. That pastor no. isn't the pastor you're assigned to. That's not the community that you can thrive in. And now you're over there and, and, and bugging out because you decided that you wanted to take what you got and fly. And now right. your arms are tired and you can't stay in the air no more. Exactly. So that's the prodigal. I'm not responsible for the prodigal. The prodigal is responsible for coming to themselves and saying, I right. need to go back home. Right. Exactly. The, the lost coin is my fault. I dropped that. 
Right. What does that look like? That's the times where all of us who've been in church have been hurt by a pastor because they were in their emotions, they were in their feelings, they said something out of the way, they listened to somebody close to them, and then judged you based off of that. And as a result, they began to treat you some type of way, and now you sit over in the corner somewhere, not coming, not not being, not becoming, you're just existing. You don't know what to right. do. You're hurt, you're bothered, you don't want to engage in church, and now they're blaming you for it, but they lost you. Right. 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 That's wow, so that's, that's good, the lost coin. And then the wandering sheep is just that person who's coming trying to find themselves, trying to figure right. it out. They all worship in the sense that they keep doing what they want to do, but you understand that they don't know any better right now. Mm-hmm. And so it's your right. job to go back and get that wandering sheep before a wolf comes and grabs them by the neck and kills them. Exactly. Both mm-hmm. the lost coin and the wandering sheep are your responsibility. The difference is the lost coin is your fault. The wandering right. sheep is just the season that they're in. Right. They're the, they're the disciple trying to find their way. Right. Wow. Uh-huh. So how, how did you come to, come, come to this epiphany? Because I've never heard it that way. I mean, from any pastor. Bro, I'm not that smart. So I'm, I'm sure I heard it from somewhere. <laughs> <laughs> I can take credit for it. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I, don't, I can't remember where, where it came from. Let's just put it on the Holy Ghost. So whoever it was, the Holy sure, Ghost. Sure, sure, sure. All right. Right. I was about to action. I was about to action. Like you sound older than your age, so like you had to have a strong mentor voice in your life. Um, was that was that a was that a possibility? Was that a? So I have. I was fortunate enough to have a spiritual mother and a spiritual father. Oh, wow. uh, not many people can say that. So the church that I came from, my spiritual mother, uh, Apostle Marion Jones, she's gone on to be with the Lord. Um, mm-hmm. She, at that ministry, I learned discernment. I learned Holy okay. Spirit discernment. So I can discern when something's off immediately. I can walk into a room and feel that something's not right. Yeah. Um, typically, and the same with people who come into my, like, I'm like, okay, something wrong over here. So right. that, that would be that portion of it. But my spiritual father who just passed away. Now, let me go back. My spiritual mother, I'll never forget, when I got my license, she said, Louis, you have wisdom beyond your years. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, I didn't know what that meant at 17. Right. <laughs> like, what is wisdom beyond your years? I don't know what that is. Um, but I hear statements like what you said over and over again. Hey, you know, you sound older than you are, you know, but right. blah, blah, like, yo, you sound like so I think that part of that is Holy Spirit, but the 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 pe- the other piece of that is my spiritual father, who I'll never forget as long as I live. He just passed away um 14, 15, 16 days ago. Um, on January 31st oh. at 51. Um, wow. And the change there happened when I was in the back in the back office as one of the ministers under his tutelage. Um, and mm-hmm. I'm in the back like, yo, I think so and so and so and so because see, if you do this, I've always been well able to communicate, right? Even if wrong, <laughs> right? <laughs> I could make people believe what I'm saying. And so I would just be talking and talking and talking. And I watched him sit at his desk. His desk used to sit like, so this is the chair. His desk is over there. His desk used to sit right here. Then he used to have a computer to the side where he would be turning his chair. And I watched him do like this a couple of times and look over. And I'm still talking. I think bop, 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 the whoop, the whoop. I mean, I'm killing the game. And my minister friends around me like, yeah, yeah, I get what you're saying. Yeah, because so and so and so and so. And finally, he sits back in his chair and he slides his chair back to his desk and turns his seat this way. And he leans forward, he says, you need to augment your learning. So first of all, let me tell you, I don't know what Mm. augment means at the time. (laughs) So I feel dumb (laughs) and embarrassed because Pop just moved all the way from his desk from what he was doing to shift his focus towards me to tell me that I need to augment my learning. He says, because I just keep hearing a bunch of opinion with nothing based in scripture. Mm. It's not even based off mm. experience, Lou. You're just talking. While he's mm. talking, I'm looking up augment, which means to change, to alter, right? To right. Uh, right. Uh, to elevate, right? You need to elevate yeah. your thinking, right? Change the way you think. Um, and from that day forward, what I said in my mind was, he'll never say that to me again. Not on, a, and it might have been a pride at the time, but it was more of a. I'm going to make sure that when I'm talking, I know what I'm talking about. Exactly. And from yeah. that day forward, yeah. and I'll walk, like, if, if, listen, anybody who's watching this, I just, I, I just implore you to Google Michael D. Green. 
right? If you look up Pastor Green and you hear him talk, but any snippet of the sermon that you hear him talk, I promise you'll understand why I think like I think and why I talk like I talk. And he is, plus Holy Spirit, Holy Spirit being first, God being right. first. Right. He is the reason I think like I think. He is the reason that I communicate like I communicate. Um, and his his passing away is probably some of the reason that that's elevated in the last 16 days. Not gotcha. as any 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 attempt to articulate like him or to be like him, but because when mantles, when people who hold mantles exactly. leave the earth, right. the mantle has to go somewhere. I'm not saying I have all the mantle, but I know that I have right. a piece of it. Along right. with a couple of other my bro- my brothers, I know I have pieces of it. So he, Pastor Michael D. Green Sr., is the reason why Louis Gibbs Jr. sounds like he sounds um, in, in many different ways. That's the stuff. Amazing. Yeah. Amazing. 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 That's amazing. Stuff. So I want to list, I did some research on just young pastors alone before we even get to like the ethnic part of it. Mm-hmm. The challenge of experience, the challenge of balance, the challenge of patience, the challenge of respect, the challenge of humility, and the challenge of trust. Which one do you think stands out furthest for you? Say that, say that, say that to me one more time. The challenge of experience, the challenge uh-huh. of balance, the challenge of balance of patience, the challenge of respect, the challenge of humility, and the challenge of trust. Which one is the the one that the one you struggle with as as one of your your main challenges as, as being a young pastor? Yo, can you hear me? Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I'm gonna say all of them. <laughs> I was about to say the same thing, bro. Like you, so you said which one is the worst challenge? Challenge of being humble. Challenge of being respected. Respected, patience, patient, balance, balance, trust. So, balance and trust aren't my issues. Um, the Lord has uniquely created me to trust you first, forgive you, and then trust you again. Mm. Forgive you, and then trust you again. That's I can't good. explain to you my whatever, but I I don't hold grudges. I'm going to talk through it. You're the, you're like, you can spit in my face. I'm going to fight you. But I'm after the fight is over, we back. You know right. what I'm saying? Like, except you could see, because here's my, my mantra. Trust or love is vulnerable, real love. Right? You, cannot, right. you cannot wholly love a person. That's true. And not be vulnerable. You, yes, exactly. This doesn't exist, mm-hmm. right? Which means that I can never truly trust you if I'm not vulnerable. Right. So I have to put myself in a place where, yo, I trust you enough to hurt me. Um, and I'm wise enough the next time to pay attention to that trigger. Right. Mm. So I'm not going to let you do the same thing to me again, but right. I am going to let you back in. Exactly. Right. So trust That's is my good. issue. Balance is my issue because I, my two issues I used to say was Jesus and justice. Um, I now understand that Jesus and justice are one and the same. Uh, the gospel is a justice news, uh, justice being freedom. Um, so balance for me is whatever the Lord is talking about, I'm talking about. And in that order, if the Lord is compelling me to talk about it and do it, then that's what I'm doing. I think the folk that the be balanced is to understand and to be led by the Holy Spirit. And everything right. else is on God. Right. <laughs> right. Everything else right. is on God. So the challenge to be humble, that's a challenge. Um, the church to be uh, respected uh, that used to be an issue. Now I kind of walk in this confidence that I am who I am. Um, I don't need you to, uh, I don't know that I even look for respect. Um, Honor is more important to me than the respect, um, which is two different things. Uh, You can respect my position, but not honor me as a person. Right. Um, and not honor what I do for you or not right, honor right. Uh, who I am to you. So honor is more important to me. So I have a struggle. I do have a struggle with the, the with sometimes lack of honor. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, and what was the other one? So I talked about trust. I talked about Patience. 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 Okay. So I'm a creative. 
say less. Like patience is right. Like, <laughs> like, oh man, is, say it again. Like patience is a problem because um, I want to see things done now. If I get an idea, I want it done right now. Like one of my, the, the young lady who's in charge of logistics at the church, yeah, one of her biggest pet peeves with Pastor Lou is, yo, Pastor Lou, can we just plan this out some more? I'm like, no. <laughs> Let's do it tomorrow. Like, what you mean? Right. But you want to buy a jet tomorrow. What's the problem? We don't have the money. So, right? Like, it's, I see it. Let's find a way to do it. Right. Um, and that can sometimes be, a, and I've had to yield to her a couple of times, and my wife uh, a couple of times, who say, yo, look, you, yo, we, we can't do that right now. We've got to right. wait right. Uh, uh, to do that. Um, but, and patience is, it's a gift and a curse, right? You know, you're sitting here looking at TVs in the background. You can't see all of it, but TVs in the background, I'm sitting under stage lights. All of these were probably impulse buys, <laughs> right? <laughs> <laughs> All of them probably impulse buys are part of a plan, right? Right. And but it works out for what we were trying to do anyway. Gotcha. Right. Um, so patience, patience is a is a virtue, like Hezekiah Walker said that I desire, and I say that loosely because the scripture says with patience mm-hmm. comes great tribulation. That's right. And uh, so it ain't something that I'm around this on my around, around here on my knees every day praying for. And right. I just say, Lord, help me in there as you need to help me in. Amen. <laughs> <laughs> and just be good with how that looks. Yeah, man. That's hilarious. You know, the funny thing is that before we, we, we dive into, like, we went into just the pastor as being a young pastor, but being a young black pastor is different. And I saw you on Facebook, I want to say maybe, maybe about three years ago. Uh-huh. And you were talking about, you were, you went to this conference. Oh, yeah. You're being frisked. Yeah, Doc. Word at the conference. Yeah, Doc. So I am, my first entrance into church plan was through Southern Baptist. Okay. As you guys have heard recently, I mean. (laughs) It's been a migration to black pastors. Hey, listen, bro. Listen. Yeah. So without killing, so here's what I'm not a fan of. In all of the brokenness that exists in the world, what I don't want to do is propagate the brokenness in the church. Gotcha. Sure. Um, but I was in this piece, <laughs> and I went to the conference as a church planter in Southern Baptist. And when I got there, they saw me, and they, they came up to me and said, we need to search your bag. I'm... Now, what? if you so wait know a minute, me, wait a listen, minute. What? What? Listen, bro. If you know me, and if you know me at that time, you have to know that the Lord bridled my tongue. Mm. It, I was ha- It was like I had an out of body experience. I could not be Louis. Like I, I paused. <laughs> I was stunned. I'm, it was like I was looking at myself being searched. Like I died for a second, and was over <laughs> my body, <laughs> looking. At this guy searched me, and he's—I mean, like this, 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 this old white guy smiling, like he—I mean, all oh, the epitome of what privilege looks like. Oh and my God! He said, uh, "I mean, you know, you know, I just want to make sure you know you don't have any guns or anything." And I'm like, "Now, <laughs> wait, out wait, of what? Thousand <laughs> people in here what? in Southern Baptist. What? Out of a thousand people in here, thousand plus people." 999 of y'all are NRA members. (laughs) 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 I'm one of y'all, right? Oh, my gosh. That wasn't the kicker, bro. The kicker was everybody who knew I was a church pastor walked past me getting searched. The people who were in my convention who knew who I was walked past me getting searched. Black people walked past me getting searched. Um, white people walk past me getting searched. And I remember being in the back room livid, and it was certain white people, white brothers, certain white brothers who were back because I'm sorry that that happened to you. The pastor comes back there in his custom blue suit with his very nice brown shoes, and he sits down at at a chair and crosses his leg. 
That is not what we do here. Um, I am, that should have never happened. And I, uh, I apologize for that happening. And I'm sitting there looking like, bruh, you full of it, dog. Wow. Um, a couple of them shedded tears with me, though I didn't shed tears. And um, when I got out and I told another white guy who was a part of the convention what had happened to me, he said, well, look at you. Mm. It was a big black guy. Wait a minute. <laughs> what? And I looked, yeah. I looked at him like, yo, what? <laughs> and I just laughed. Dahadi happened to be at that conference, too. Dahadi, now mind you, Dahadi is here at the conference because I introduced the convention to Dahadi. Wow. He's preaching here, and Dahadi says on the stage after finding out what happened, I told him what happened. I said, you're lying. I said, nah, bro, it happened. Dahadi gets on stage, and Dahadi and people like John O, um, Deuce, these guys are so, like, they're not just prolific, but they're gospel-centered, right? So he gets up, and he's preaching through the gospel. And he says that we've got to be very sure that we understand that you're not diverse because you've you bring a black face to your white pulpits. Right. In essence. And he starts crying. And there are a few white brothers in there who go to the altar. I mean, I'm bawling, bawling. Um, and so I stayed in that thing in a, in a manner that is very, very hopeful. But the, the whole purpose at the time was my hope that God would, through my being there and through the tough conversations, I began to reconcile his church. Here is the issue though. What I realized is people only want people in the room who won't cause tension. Mm, sure. Oh yeah. So they don't bring oh, yeah. Louis to the table to have conversations about diversity. Mm -mm. They bring the black person in there who will say yes, sir, no, sir. Mm -hmm. Yep. yep. We don't get called it to. Right. The rules like that because when somebody says something crazy, I'm like, that's crazy. That don't make any what you just said is dumb. That right. makes no sense. Really, that's stupid. Right? Right. They don't want they don't wanna they don't want to hear those things. And I think that those tough conversations, Chabin Rich Wilkinson from Voo Church in Miami says one of the biggest problems to growth is that we avoid conflict. Right. Because we see conflict as a negative thing. Yes. And conflict mm -hmm. isn't a negative thing, it's responded to negatively. Right. Like instead of us sitting back and saying that this this whatever the subject of this conflict is, it's not personal, right? Right. But right. it's necessary, right? Yeah. And so that's where we are. And I felt that my being there at the time was necessary. And I'm still loosely affiliated um, with them because, again, um, my hopes are that conversations like this will will shift the dynamic and and right. cause us to be in better places as people, as right. believers. You right. know what I mean? Right, 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 right. So, so what do you think? Aside from this being a young pastor, what do you think your 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 challenges as being a young black pastor? Because um, that's different. Well, I think that being a young black pastor, I, the challenge the the challenge is challenge as a young black pastor is to not buy into everything that's happening around you. Around mm. us. Right. Um, I'm the vice president of NAACP in my area. Uh, in my city. And one of the things that I had to come to grips with while everybody's bit, while all these people were being shot by police officers, uh, mm -hmm. while Black Lives Matter um, as a, as a, a statement, mm -hmm. I don't support the move. I don't support the organization, but as mm -hmm. a statement, while all of these things are happening, challenges as a young black pastor is to speak truth to power without mimicking the brokenness in the issues mm. right so i cannot and this i say this to everybody we cannot i put our black skin above the fact that we're all made in the image of like stuff exactly my black skin it does not trump my faith it does not trump my salvation it doesn't right. trump the will of god and if i am moving in a direction 
that is more pro-black than it is pro-reconciliation, mm -hmm. than it is than it is pro-Jesus, than it right. is pro-promoting the gospel, mm -hmm. then I have just become unbalanced. Right? Exactly. And also part of the part of the kingdom's problem. Right. 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 So one of the challenges as a but I get it though. Because I feel all of the I am a believer who loves the Lord and propagates the gospel, but I feel all of the pain attached to my black skin. Exactly. That's a difficult to navigate. So I would say for me, that's probably the biggest challenge as a young brother, being relevant to the culture while not becoming the culture. Right. Mm. Right. Mm. Yeah, because I see you out there protesting and everything, man. Yeah. Yeah, but I go out there knowing that I'm the influencer, not them. Right, exactly. That's good. I'm there to bring calm to a storm, not to feed the storm. So when people want to get out there and start arguing, you'll see me on, if, if you catch any clip, I'll be the one, wait, 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 wait. Let them talk. Even the ignorant have a voice. That's right. Let them talk. You don't have to agree with them or shout with them because here's the thing. Exactly. At the end of the day, the narrative is going to be you're an angry black man. You're an angry black woman. That's it. Now, I'm not doing this to curtail who I am, but I'm also right. not going to let you bring me into a place that I'm not. You're not that important. That's wisdom, That's brother. That's good. Right? So, yeah, That's I was good. out there, you know, we, you know, the Confederate Miami came down and it should. Um, <laughs> we got arrested and it's okay. Um, but I never, I don't, I don't go into any fight without the Holy Spirit leading me there. And if the Holy Spirit leads me there, I'm in a series now called On God. If the Holy mm -hmm. Spirit leads me there, because of my obedience, anything that happens to me at that point is on God. It's on God, yep. So I don't have any worries. I ain't scared anymore. It's on him. I'm not flipping out about, oh, snap, I might get arrested. It's on God. Right? Because what we do need, here is the truth, what we do need is more, not just young black pastors, but black pastors in the movement who don't sound like the culture, but are leading the culture. Yeah. Right. To a place of, of significance and wisdom, right? And 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 uh, and a place where we can produce conversation that it that aren't just give me five uh, 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 acres and a mule, right? Mm. Exactly, exactly. Right? Like create our own, build our right. own, make our oh own. Oh my god! <laughs> right, like that is okay without ostracizing another people. I don't hate anybody right. else. I just love my people. Right. Right. That's where we are exactly. with that. Right. Right. So how how are you how have you how have you navigated being a young pastor and then bringing the culture into your into your church? I create culture. Right? What I what I understand is and here's the thing, any all influence create culture. Mm -hmm. Um you create what it should look like, you create what it is. Uh, that's how you get words like tough and fly mm -hmm. and dope and dumb and sweet. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Like um, somebody came up with that and then leaned into that and it became a part of the culture, right? right. My, my goal is to remember that I am here to share the gospel. I am here to transform lives. I'm here to be radical and to change the world. And so one of the models at our church is to disrupt the culture, engage the corner and disciple the lost and found. Right. Mm -hmm. I really mean that. That's my focus. I'm here to disrupt what's going on. Radical means a turn away from what's normal. Right. right? Like, I'm not, I'm not going to be like you. So just because you're out smoking hookah, I'm not going to hookah with you. Right. Just because I can drink doesn't mean I am going to drink. The culture right. says, nah, live free, live your best life, find your higher self. Right? That's what the culture says. I say, yeah, be free. Find yourself in Christ. Be free right. because of Christ. And right. here's the thing. What we have to understand about freedom is it's something to steward, not something to use haphazardly. So I'm free to drink, but I'm also free enough not to. I'm not right. bound by any by, by the culture That's calling good. me one particular way or the other way. That doesn't right. make right. any sense. Right? I'm here to make things happen to make change happen, to make you look at me in a room like, yo, how are you super hyped and you ain't smoked one blunt? Everybody around you high, but you not. Like, how are you doing that? What you mean? Like, there's more to life than, 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 yeah. than cannabis.
There's more to life than drinking. There's more to life than... Now, let me say this. There is a, there, people are going through what they go through. Like, I, I grew into this, right? I went to sweat boxes, and I thought that that was fun. But mm -hmm. praise the Lord, I always had the Holy Spirit that was like, hey, yo, you chill, you bugging. Right? <laughs> like, yo, right, right. yo, you bugging. I, I had to ignore God to do that. Right. Right, right, right. Now right, I'm right, at a space right, yeah. where I'm not ignoring God at all. Yeah. And I'm saying, yo, no, I'm not going to become the culture. I'm going to bring the culture to me. Now, here's right. the thing. Because I am a part of the culture, I'm the Jays wearing tet having pastor. Right. That's not me trying to be anything. That's me being who I am. Exactly. It's also very intentional. Right. I know that 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 this generation communicates with their eyes before they communicate with their ears. Exactly. And so the fact that I've got on the, the latest ones isn't just because I like Jays, but it's also because I know that you're going to pay attention to what I have on. I'm mm -hmm. not here to impress you, but I am here to open a door for conversation. And if it's sure. going to be shoes, if it's got to be music, we have to be... The, the scripture says that he who wins souls. I was just about to go there, bro. <laughs> yep. Right? Yep. That means you have to use what the culture responds to. Exactly. To bring them to the conversation that will change what they respond to. Right. 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 So true. Right. So, true. Right. so how did so how did you um, you know, 2020 was an eye-opening experience for all of us with, with this whole COVID thing? Woo! Yeah, yeah, man. I, I I just got over it, which is crazy. I had it in March of last year. I had it in the beginning of last year. So, yeah, yeah. it's been crazy. 2020 has been a... Here's what the Lord... So, 2020 was the year of opportunity. I totally agree the, with you, brother. Here's what's crazy, y'all. Uh, not until just... Wow. Not until just now do I realize that my, my theme... But 2020 was, this is the year of the re. Oh, gosh. Reset, refresh, renew. Right. And while all of us were in the pandemic thinking things were over, God was giving us an opportunity. That's right. To rethink our plan, to redraw our blueprints, to renew our mind and solace. I mean, the world shut down. And many of us missed the opportunity to grow, we missed the opportunity to love our family. We missed the opportunity to love ourselves. We missed the opportunity to get into the word. We missed the opportunity to find peace and solace. We missed a whole bunch of opportunities. We missed yeah. opportunities yeah. to buy house. We missed opportunities to invest because we were worried exactly. about- That's right, that's right. We were worried about what we couldn't do instead of doing what we could do. So for 2020 for me and my family, um, Praise God, I made it out of, out of COVID. But for me and my family, our entire mind shifted. I bought my first investment property in 2020. Four months into the four months into the pandemic, I bought my first one. Seven months into the pandemic, I bought my second one. Right? So there is a there is a while I'm walking. Am I freezing or y'all freezing? That was me. Okay. Yeah, you good. I need you to update your Wi-Fi. Amen. So, <laughs> <laughs> so listen, I'm honest saying that in my table, I'll be like, get, 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 get. <laughs> any second. But um, the 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 thing with the pandemic, I was remember I was walking in Lowe's and I heard the Lord say clear as day, the year of opportunity has been extended. Mm. This is at the beginning of the year. And basically that we would receive some of the same, same uh, beginning po uh, pandemic benefits. Right. Um, but they would stop around the first quarter, the end of the first quarter or the beginning of the second quarter of the year. And no sooner than I said that, did they redo the PPP this year? Mm -hmm. They're about to send out another stimulus check. Yep. Things ain't changed in the real estate market. It is the time yep. to uh, buy investment properties and sell. Now, it is not yeah. the market for buyers, but it is absolutely the market for sellers. sellers. Houses yeah. are selling for, for way more than what they should be selling for. And all mm -hmm. of this has been caused by a pandemic. Exactly. The question is, what did you do with the pandemic? Exactly. Did mm -hmm. the pandemic get you? Or did you get it? Right. Amen. That's it. Yeah. That's it. So That's how, it. how has That's church it. changed for your... um? Before COVID, 
and after COVID. Yeah, man, yeah. look. So I've been playing for a minute. Um, I've planted. I plant, plant prematurely planted the city church in 2017. Um, closed that down in 2018 to revamp restart and planted the Radical City Church in 2019 October 2019 okay 2019 is coming yo we are getting people in I'm starting to see 30 40 people in the building at a time like every every week or consistently so it's very mm-hmm. between 25 and 40 on, on the high end I'm like okay cool we good boom then the pandemic hits right a <laughs> <laughs> joint died like a game. That beep. <laughs> um, yep. And and now and, and we were out for most of the year because I got COVID in March, so it became okay. real March 27th. I got out of the hospital. I went to the hospital April 5th, April 6th. I got out of the hospital April 9th, and I wasn't right physically until after Father's Day. Wow! Um, wow! So I was doing zooms regularly. And then we came back to the building. I want to say loosely in November, just okay. for my team. And now we're socially distanced in here uh, every week. You can come in person or out of person up to a certain amount of people, um, up to a certain amount of people that we're here in here every week. So we're doing in person and, and online um, and online church. Uh, of course, we follow all the CDC things, masks, sure, sure. checks, and social distancing. Um, but, man, there is just something. I don't, I don't care what anybody says. There is something about uh, communicating to God with people beside you. Yes, That's yeah. different than communicating to God via screen with some other folks. Right. Right. So true. Right. Let me ask you a question, Pastor. Um, what do you think your church is going to look like summer 2021? I don't know. And here's what it is. I don't think about it. That's what's up. That's on God. Uh, that's on God. Right. My job is to be obedient. My job is to convey the message. My job is to study to show myself approved. My job is to that's love people, pass it well. And what that looks like numbers wise is on God. I'm just gonna be, I'm just gonna be the best communicator I can be. I'm gonna try to have my stuff together as well as I can. I'm going to try to make sure that my lights are bright enough that you can see my face on stage. Um, <laughs> and that my mic is plugged directly into the camera so that you can hear me clearly. Um, outside of that, I, and that I stay faithful on my knees, that I lead, love people well. Right. Um, right. And outside of that, what happens as a result of that is on God. Right. Yeah. So, so how, how, what, what software are you using when you, when you stream? Because I remember I was on uh, Facebook and you gave me this ridiculous tutorial <laughs> Yo, Switcher, Switcher uh, is a is a iOS only app. Okay. That allows you my heat about to come on and be loud, but uh, <laughs> that's why you got an old building. It just looks new. Um, I use SwitcherCast. The Switcher allows you to use up to nine iPhones, and literally mm-hmm. you just look at these screens on your on your iPad. Just go boop boop. And switch to every camera, and it's all communicated through Wi-Fi. Here's the deal: you got to have a good Wi-Fi system, mm-hmm. so you can't have five megabyte megabytes of upload. You're just a big right? Because that's the truth, bro. Yeah. I've had so many issues with my joint because of that. Um, so we've got a, we've got that, and that's all we use um, okay. until I. Can get the cameras that I want to get. That's what we will use. It looks good. It looks Thank good. You, yeah, it looks good. I'm impressed with what you're Thank looking. You, yeah, yeah. So yeah, tell yeah. us about because I, I I saw you on, I saw you on Facebook flipping houses and I was like, am I watching a show? Oh yeah, <laughs> yeah. You are watching flip, flipping porcelain, <laughs> <laughs> flipping 108. So I start. We started two companies, Black Tony Capital and Flipping 108. Blacksonian Capital is basically the funding model. Um, it's the company that buys the houses and flips the houses. Living 100 Inc. is a branch of that that actually brings investors in to actually invest in the property. Um, but they don't invest in the property. They pay for a class. They pay for OJT. 
So with their investment, they get with their paying for the clients, they get a return on their investment. And they get to walk through the houses with us. They get to see what we're doing. They get to look at our budget plans. They get to look at everything that happens. And as a result, they then learn how to flip houses while um, wow. while I'm actually in the middle of a flip. So that's, that's I mean, awesome. really, man. Flipping houses is what it is. You buy it. It's just like buy. It's just like the dope game. Yeah, exactly. I, I, I hate to say it. Like you, you have a product. You cut the product. You flip the product. That's right. it. Amazing. And the part, amazing. Man, my first, the first crib I bought, bro, I'd been looking at it for a minute. I just pulled the trigger on it. I, I bought this house on the corner. Uh, it's like 2,400 square feet, 7,000 square foot lot, two-story wow. garage in the back that you can turn into an apartment, 7,686 square foot lot on the corner. I think I saw that one. Oh, Yeah, yeah. I just, I just did a joint on it. Yeah, yeah oh, man. I think it looked crazy, especially the we put 80 grand in it. Guarantee we're going to get 260 plus. Wow. Easy. So for 155000 dollars investment. Right. We're going to make 100 plus K. That's it. All because mm-hmm. took advantage of the opportunities in a pandemic. Exactly. Pandemics produce opportunities. The yeah. question is, are you wise enough to see and seize the opportunities that it presents? Right, right, right. I wish that I had bought Bitcoin in 2020. Man. $9,000. I remember, like it was yesterday, and I was going to take $3,000 and go buy a piece of the joint. And listen, I can't tell you how sick I was. When I joined, jumped to forty six thousand overnight, and I it's remember way, before it jumped, it's on its way to hundred. Listen, I'm about to buy some now. What is it at now? You have to. It's at forty seven, forty seven, forty nine. Between forty seven and forty nine, it was at thirty six. Yeah, it's never going back down to twelve thousand dollars. No, no, it's done. Nope. It's nope. done. And so my my thought process is, yo, we've got to be, I want to be the pastor who does it, who's able to change the world um, pragmatically as well. Right. Uh, and one of the ways to do that is to be wealthy. Uh, it's not to be wealthy just so my family has, trust me, that's not the deal. But it's to be wealthy so that if I want to buy an apartment complex because I see a bunch of single mothers who don't have anywhere to stay, Exactly. If I want to buy, uh, if I want to buy a movie theater because I want kids to be able to go somewhere and watch movies and get afford movies, if I want to buy a skating rink because kids just don't have anything to do, if I want to build learning pods all throughout the city, I want to be able to right. do that without any problems and having to ask anybody for a loan. Sure. Right. Like I want to be who God created us to be, and that is dominion. We're supposed right. to have dominion. Right. That means to run things, people. That is. Right. Like, that's what that means. The only way we can do that is by getting put ourselves in place to run things. That's it. Right. Exactly. Amazing. Amazing. Well, man, that's this is this is a a chock full of information. I'm pretty sure people. I listen. I'd love to come back. I got kids going cuckoo for Cocoa Bus over there that I'm about to jump on in a second. (laughs) And uh, Love on in a second, but I love being here, man. Let me know anytime. I got you. Yes, yes, yes. Yes, sir. Before we get out of here, we're going to do this thing called 30 Seconds and Gone, rapid fire questions. 30 Seconds and Gone. So, here we go. Question number one. Who's your favorite football team? Baltimore Ravens. I'm going to say the Steelers now, post-humorous, my father. So, Okay. Okay, okay, okay. So, for some odd reason, I thought you were going to say the um, the Washington football team. I don't even know who that is. Okay. You know. sound like a Tecmo Bowl. <laughs> Remember Tecmo Bowl on Sega? That's what that sound like. <laughs> Apple or Android? Apple, always. Nike, Adidas, or Converse? Nike. Peter or Paul? Mm-hmm. I'm going to go with Peter because of his proximity to Jesus. Okay, that's good. Favorite Old Testament figure? Abraham. Amazing. Yeah. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, cats and dogs of all yeah. age, I want to thank my brother, Pastor Louis Gibbs Jr. Oh, yeah, yeah, so much. City Church. 
Hey, listen, we got to do this again, brother. We have to do we this. Do. We do. So much information you shared, man. Appreciate your time. But like Thank we say all. always, keep God first in everything you do. So Every single thing. Kids. <laughs> I hear the last person. Everything you do, and we see you next time on the Church Sound Podcast. Yes, sir. Attention all churches and organizations. Are you looking to amplify your message and reach your community in a powerful way? Introducing Podcast Made Simple, the perfect solution for churches and organizations, and even yourself, eager to step into the world of podcasting with ease and confidence. Our beginner course serves as a comprehensive guide helping you navigate the ins and outs of podcasting effortlessly. From selecting the right equipment to crafting engaging content, Podcast Made Simple provides step-by-step guidance tailored to your needs. No more struggling with complicated technology or feeling overwhelmed by the process. With our course, you'll be recording and sharing your message to the world in no time. Podcast Made Simple helped our church connect with our congregation in a whole new way. Thanks to this course, our message is reaching more people than ever before. Don't miss out on this opportunity to engage your community and make a lasting impact. Enroll in Podcast Made Simple today. The link is in the show notes or visit our website, invisiblemediaconsulting.com.